One of the most fundamental questions that can be asked to a human being is a rather simple one. Who am I? It really is such a fundamental thing. Our self-awareness as human beings separates us from animals and certainly separates us from machines. Self-awareness means that we are aware that we exist, but we also are aware of who we are. But today, unfortunately, the answer to that most fundamental question, who am I, can be as convoluted, as confusing, and as muddled as ever. Because so often today, we are the ones defining ourselves. We define our own identities. After all, this is the age of self-identification. And it's not just that our identity is now found in ourselves, but we are the ones defining it and deciding it. And as we know, this can lead to absolute insanity. Someone can literally define themselves as whatever they want. And we see so many crazy examples of this in our world. I dare say we have a worldwide identity crisis. And so it is in that vein that we see an entirely different approach in our gospel today, most notably from John the Baptist. He goes the exact opposite direction. In today's gospel, and in fact all throughout scripture, John is constantly asked, who are you? He's this mysterious guy preaching out in the desert, preaching good news, preaching repentance, and telling people to do all of these things. And people are thinking that he might be the Savior, but they don't really know. They're constantly asking him, who are you? So how does John define himself? Every time John defines himself or asserts his identity, it is always in reference to Christ. It is all about him. John the Baptist's identity is found and truly enveloped in Christ. Think about it. When John the Baptist is asked, who are you? He doesn't say, I am John, the son of Zechariah, of the priestly tribe. No, he, he does not say that. His life is defined in Jesus. That is his identity. We hear him instead saying, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, a voice at the service of the word. And today we hear him say, one mightier than I is coming, and I am unworthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. John did not say, prepare the way for me. No, he said, prepare the way of the Lord. And we hear him say, you know, I might be baptizing you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Further, even later on in Scripture, at the baptism of Jesus, John says it very simply, I need to be baptized by you, not the other way around. John's whole ministry entails testifying not to himself, but to Jesus. He defines himself by Christ. John the Baptist is always the secondary party to Jesus, and that is exactly how he wants it to be. Probably best exemplified by that famous phrase that he says, he must increase, I must decrease. John the Baptist never defined himself by his upbringing, by his accomplishments, 
by his family or how many souls he saved or even his feelings at the moment. His life was entirely wrapped up in Christ. His identity, his fulfillment was found there. Not in himself and, in, and not in promoting himself either. So seeing this today and hearing this from the words of Scripture, we should stop and think to ourselves, how do I define myself? What is my identity? If someone were to ask you, who are you? What would we say? Would we define ourselves by our upbringing? Would we define ourselves by our family or our accomplishments? Those aren't bad things in and of themselves, but the problem is they aren't God. And either we are defined by God or we aren't. It is that simple. And I think I want to point in particular to an area that I think as a church we're a little bit weak in this, especially here in the United States. And I don't believe it's intentional by, by any stretch of the imagination I might have. It's an area in our, in our liturgy. I think too often we think that our liturgy and our masses are all about us. And that's a bit of a problem. There's, I think, all too many references to we and us, I think, in some of our songs and some of our petitions and even just our verbiage about coming to church. And if we aren't careful, we can, in fact, fall into that temptation of thinking that all of this is about us. But I want to contrast that to an experience I had in seminary. I was blessed to spend a year working in an inner-city parish in North City, St. Elizabeth, mother of John the Baptist, and it was an absolutely wonderful experience, very different than here, I might add. And a lot of the music there was old-fashioned gospel music, and it was very different, but the thing I noticed and the thing that I liked the most about it is that there were hardly any references in those songs to we or us. It was all he was all in reference to him, toward God. They had a, a primacy of God in their worship and in their identity. Anytime there was ever we or us used, it was always at the service of he or him. They had that priority. They had that down in their music. And I appreciated that so much when I was there. Because it meant that they knew their identity was wrapped up in God. It's not about us. It is about Him. So the solution for us, I think, is hopefully if that question gets asked to us, who are you, our first answer, maybe after saying our name or so, would be something like a child of God or a member of the church, a member of the body of Christ, the greatest family the world has ever known. If we want to have our identity in God, that is a very good place to start. And if we are able to define ourselves by God, I dare say that is something to truly rejoice about on this Gaudete Sunday. We can rejoice because we don't have to be the measure of our own self-identity. Because there has never been and will never be a more sure foundation or a source of our identity than in God. If we do not find our identity in God, then we are building our existence on a foundation of sand. And so it'll shift, and it'll change day by day, like St. Louis weather, always constantly changing. It's actually quite liberating to be defined by someone else. It's quite joyful. It's quite fulfilling. It's something that gives us joy. 
to know that God is the source of our identity and our, and our fulfillment. So if our identity is in God, brothers and sisters, we will know that he is indeed our Savior, and we can be confident and unafraid, again, feeling liberated. We will have strength and courage by taking after John the Baptist, and we will have no anxiety at all because we will know that God is near. So let us not base our lives on self-promotion or be the measure of our own self-identity, but be firm in who we are as God's sons and daughters. So that we don't have an identity crisis like the rest of our world. We will truly know the peace that surpasses all understanding and will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.